You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Yeah, we are live. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Listen, I am uh, pleased to be with you today. We've got a full show for you. I'm pretty excited about this. We've got things going on like uh, uh, Katie Britt, who's running for U.S. Senate, will be on with us at 3. Uh, we've got a good friend of mine, a longtime career political cartoonist who has seen politics everywhere in the nation, syndicated in 400 different periodicals, Scott Stantis, on at 4. And at 4.30, we've got Congressman Mo Brooks, who is also running for the U.S. Senate. And we'll hear from uh, both those two candidates today. It's going to be a good show. Hey, listen, uh, I want to thank you. Copper is on the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Good day. Good day. Well, listen, yesterday was a good day. Uh, we, we, we actually made it through day two. We're now in day three of Right Side Radio. I mean, this is such an honor to have this platform, let me just tell you. And, and we say it over and over and over again that Right Side Radio uh, is literally solid, conservative, and just plain right. And And... All that to say, uh, it, there is a, a whole lot that we can unpack on a daily basis. We, we can't even get down to it all. But, but we're going to pick some, and we're going to deep dive when we can, and we're going to do the things that I keep saying all week long. We're going we're gonna to do the four E's. We're going to hopefully empower, enlighten, educate, and, and then just literally entertain while we do it. And, and that's, that's, that's so huge because at the same time you're, you're hearing these serious topics and you're questioning, how do I do things in my life daily to, to make things better? And how do I get through cancel culture? And what do I say to people who don't believe what I believe? The other part of it is well, we got to laugh because if you don't laugh along the way, you can be miserable. Hey, listen, I, my thing so far has been that the first few minutes of the show, I spend some time just sort of unpacking some thoughts for you. Call it the right side way. And, and I'm going to do that right now. Let me go ahead and prelude my comments so there is no confusion. I am a longtime Republican. Don't anybody mess with my conservative bona fides. I mean, I, I literally was the party chairman for the Republican Party in Etowah County. I've served on that committee for a number of years. I've served on the Alabama uh, Republican Executive Committee. Uh, I was an elected two-term uh, state senator in the Republican Party. But hear me when I say this. I am adamant that being a Republican does not mean that you're conservative. It does not. If you heard the show yesterday, uh, day before actually, we spent a great deal of time talking about uh, Alabama Policy Institute's new scorecard. We call it the watch list. The Alabama Policy Institute took the time to issue a number of, we call them key votes, bills that we cared about, issued a conservative opinion on them. I mean, with footnotes, I mean, with research, it was not like it was just a wing ding. And then we took those seven votes and we called them key votes and we included that in the grade. And then we also spent some time verifying every legislator, all 140 legislators attendance every day of the session, whether or not they ran what we call local bills just to uh, raise taxes back home. We, uh, we, we, we also checked on things like, do they have a public persona? Are they, are they literally out there um, you know, talking to people and sharing their opinions? 
and all of that wrapped together for a scorecard, and you would be amazed when you look at it. I want to challenge you right now. Go to rightsideradio.org. Go to rightsideradio.org, my website, and you'll find a link right at the top that says, see the API scorecard. You take a look at that. See where your state senator or representative scored. What shocks some people, if you weren't thinking of it before, you are now, is that some Republicans scored lower on a conservative scale than Democrats. Well, listen, being a Republican does not mean that you're conservative. But let me offer you some thoughts today, and here's what I wanted to say about my Republican uh, street cred, I guess, is you rise to the level of your competition, and the Democrat Party in Alabama has got to get their act together because if the Democrat Party is doing its thing and is solid and is actually putting up decent candidates and standing for what they say they believe in, it makes the Republican Party better. When we don't have competition, like right now, we truly don't have much competition. When we don't have competition, it makes you fat and lazy. Have you seen the news today? I mean, just yesterday afternoon, a federal judge heard arguments in a lawsuit brought once again to try and uh, change the way the Alabama Democrat Party's bylaws are read and to potentially overthrow the leadership. I mean, folks, you guys have got to get over this. Nancy Worley, Joe Reed, you lost. For those of y'all that don't know the history, let me back up and give it to you. The Alabama Democratic Party had sway over the legislature for 136 straight years, nonstop. And it was largely due to their alliance with the teachers union. And Joe Reed was number two man at the teachers union, along with the number one guy was Paul Hubbard. I literally used to, I saw it happen. Paul Hubbard sitting in the gallery of the House of Representatives, and when a bill came up, he sat there staring down at the floor, and people would look up to the gallery to see which way to vote, and he would give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down like Caesar. But in 2010, we broke that stranglehold. When the Republican wave swept the Democrat majority out of the legislature, it was a brand new day. The teachers union, the AEA, was kicking and screaming. Paul Hubbard actually passed away, which shocked everybody, uh, just, just like a month or two later. And a guy named Dr. Henry Mabry took over and didn't know what he was doing. And so the AEA was on its heels, and the Republicans were in. And, man, I'm telling you right now, we got in there and we jumped on it. It was things we said we'd do for years. We started passing ethics reform. We passed immigration reform. We passed budget reforms. For the first time ever, we mandated a reserve in our budgets to try and avoid proration. All that is is trying to spend fiscally, conservatively, and solidly. We, we did all these things and more. We implemented school choice. We did That first quadrennium was magic, man. We were kicking it. And Joe Reed, though, and Nancy Worley, they took the reins of the Alabama Democrat Party at the same time, and they began to run it into the ground. In 2019, it was so bad, the National Democrat National Committee rebuked their leadership and gave a deadline to revise their bylaws, which they refused to do. It got so bad that the DNC, the national DNC, stripped them of their leadership and voting rights. And so locally, some guys who I have great respect for, they're Democrats, but I think the world of them is people, and I think uh, they also uh, believe in what they stand for. That's uh, Representative uh, Anthony Daniels, who's from the Huntsville area, Representative Chris England from Tuscaloosa, and then Representative Napoleon Bracey. The three of them are apparently the ones who led the charge to rewrite the bylaws and to hold meetings and to bring the Democrat Party together and try to elect new leadership. And, of course, 
as things went on, it became a tussle. Meetings, did they fit, did they not? And were, were they called or were they not? And then Nancy Worley refused to step down when Chris England was elected to be chair. And a lawsuit followed. And the Secretary of State eventually, though, certified Representative Chris England's signature as the signature for the Alabama Democrat Party. And during this time, the Democrats suffered crushing defeats at the polls. Didn't win a single state election. Not a one. But a funny thing also happened. While the Democrats were on their heels, despite having every opportunity to do things and to, and to lead the charge, the Republican supermajority actually became more lax. They became more moderate. The large number of GOP legislators began to take AEA money for their campaigns. School choice efforts were stymied. The first thing out of the gate in the 2018 quadrennium in 2019, actually, was a gas tax with no reforms. They raised your taxes. There was a complete absence of any push to balance power with the executive branch. Uh, Huntsville's representative, Sandiford, literally helped kill that opportunity uh, in committee by saying he didn't think the governor would appreciate it. Well, that was the point. The budgets increased dramatically with no meaningful tax relief. Republicans, you are better than this. But folks, the bottom line is you play to your competition. The Democrat Party's in court again right now, this week, same power struggles. It's ridiculous. It's a distraction for them in the election year, I'm sure. But if you look at it, go back to look at Sputnik. When the, when the Soviet Union launched Sputnik in 1957, it created the space race. And it was a competition unlike no other. My wife, Charlene, says competition creates innovation. And it did. But I'll tell you, too, a lack of competition breeds complacency. And unfortunately, a good friend of mine who I served with in the legislature, Dick Brubaker, said recently that he's heard that the GOP has become less principled and more transactional. That's true. That API scorecard reflects something. It reflects that the Democrats need to get their act together because apparently it's going to require more accountability like the API scorecard, and it's going to require more competition to remind Republicans who they are. And we need that. And in order to be a better party and move towards conservative principles, it requires competition. And the Democrat Party is giving us none right now. Listen, I'm Phil Williams. This is Right Side Radio, and that's a wrap for the Right Side Way for the day. I cannot believe we just breezed through the first minute already, or first 20 minutes already. i got some great things coming on the show. We're going to talk about cancel culture. We're going to talk about some things going on at University of North Alabama. We're going to talk about Space Command. We're going to interview two candidates for our U.S. Senate race. All said and done, it's a good show. And then we're going to yuck it up for a while with my buddy Scott Stantis, a syndicated political cartoonist. Like I said, he's, he's squared away and he knows politics. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. It is 219, and we'll be right back. Seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM News Talk, WVNN, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Copper, I've got paper in my hands. Can you hear it? Yes, I can. It's hot off the press. I've got a letter dated today. 
from the ACLU. They're mad. <laughs> <laughs> I need a sound effect. I need one that goes like, like, womp, womp, womp. I mean, I think the ACLU lives to be mad. What do you think? Mm, a lot of people do, but yep, sounds about right. Yep, sounds about right. So here's the deal. You know, uh, yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about critical race theory. The topic's not going away. It is, it is a buzz term right now. I suspect there's going to be legislation in the next uh, legislative session to help try and deal with the issue. Um, I think it's important for people to know that the founders of critical race theory, Richard Delgado and Gene Stefanik, are on staff at the University of Alabama. Believe it or not, they wrote the book. Go look it up. Uh, but just recently with the Alabama Policy Institute, an organization that I'm proud to be a part of, we, we literally uh, helped draft, along with our friends at another organization called Eagle Forum, we helped draft a resolution proposed for adoption by the state school board. And, and we submitted it to them with a cover letter signed by myself and, and uh, Becky Gerritsen from Eagle Forum. And we submitted it to them and we said, hey, we need y'all to consider this. And what it basically does is it doesn't label critical race theory per se. What it says is there should be no teachings of this type. And I won't unpack it all right now, but the bottom line was we spelled out the things that critical race theory does. Mm -hmm. Things like diminishing the value of the person and informing you that because of the way you're born, you're either an oppressor or an oppressed. Or, or denying that uh, you have the right uh, or the opportunity or the enhanced capability to grow out of your current situation because you were born into a situation you can't change or that the nation is systemically racist and that all systems are stacked against people of color. That's just wrong. It's wrongheaded. It, it, it makes no sense. I mean, it denies the fact that we have had a, a, a black man as the president of the United States, that, that Condoleezza Rice served as secretary of state, that, that um, Justice Thomas serves on the U.S. Supreme Court. That, I mean, if there's, somebody hasn't been in a certain office yet, as a person of color, I guarantee you they will be eventually. All said and done, this is not a racist nation, but the ACLU, copper. The paper, the letter, dated today, July 7th, to the members of the Alabama State Board of Education. We write to you today out of concern for the letter and the resolution presented by the Alabama Policy Institute regarding the appropriate teachings of race, gender, racial injustice, and the teaching of what some believe constitutes critical race theory. Mr. Williams, that's me, Mr. Williams attempts to manufacture a narrative that critical race theory is permeating K-12 classrooms to sow hatred and division, and that is false. The, I guess they missed the whole memo that the teachers union, the National Education Association, just came out yesterday. You saw that, didn't you, Copper? Yeah. The, the NEA says this should be. They intend to fight for it to be. They will defend any teacher who wants to teach it and that they're going to put money in to try and promote it in every state. The letter goes on to say, this resolution sends the wrong message to educators and school leaders throughout our state by promoting a particular view that teaching about accurate history and the ongoing scourge of systemic racism promotes division and hate. I got news. I grew up in the public school system. I was taught about slavery. It happened and it was wrong. I was taught about Jim Crow. It happened and it was wrong. There is no state in the nation that has done more to come out of that than Alabama. And there's no nation in the world that has done more to overcome and to promote freedom than the United States of America. 
the very idea that we are a systemically racist nation, that the founding of the nation was based upon slavery and white privilege. That is just hogwash. Take a flying leap. The letter goes on to say, we cannot risk foregoing these teachings to promote a vision of history that glorifies a fictitious, racist-free past, while simultaneously silencing the viewpoints and experiences of those who suffered through the individual and structural inequality. Yeah. Okay, bottom line is, ACLU is mad at me, so I must be doing something right. Um, You know, Right Side Radio, we're going to call it like we see it. And I work with the Alabama Policy Institute, and I'm proud to keep that track going. Hey, listen, before we get off the air here, let me tell you about my friends at Otter Creek Farmstead. If you haven't heard, they have an amazing facility. You can find them at ottercreekfarmstead.com. And they have got some amazing five-course dinners on Thursday evening with gourmet chefs. They will do a wine pairing with each of the five courses. It's a summer dinner series only. It is worth checking out, ottercreekfarmstead.com. I'm Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We will be back in a moment. We're solid, conservative, just plain right.